welcome back. Uh, this is episode seven. Uh, I'm glad you guys can join us uh, as we talk uh, about change the way you think, change your life. And so uh, just another great weekend as we came back to campus. And just a reminder, uh, mynorthside.info, if you want to look at uh, how to register your kiddos, it's very touchless, great process, or just mynorthside.com to learn about our new campus experience. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we were talking before we got started and uh, I think there are some strong opinions on this, but this is meant to be a light question. And the question is, um, we're seeing a lot of Christmas decorations in the community. We're, we're hearing Christmas music. If you scan your radio, you'll find it. And we haven't even hit Halloween yet. So quick question to Tommy and Lori. Are we going to, is it good to have Christmas music and decorations pre-Halloween, post-Halloween, or not until we're post-Thanksgiving? What do you guys think? Well, let me tell you, I don't have strong opinions about very many things, but I do about this. <laughs> Christmas music and decorations have no place until after Thanksgiving. And December 1st is even better. I turned on my radio, heard Christmas carols a few weeks ago, and almost punched something. <laughs> I, I, I slightly disagree, but for me, it, it has to be after Halloween. So I, I'm like, you know, maybe not the day after, you know, if that's your thing, cool. But I'm more of like, a, let's let's make sure we close out Halloween and then we can start talking about Christmas. Total transparency, I usually start listening on Thanksgiving. So okay, that's, right on. that's that's when okay, I Okay, like so start. I know who I like better now. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we alienated some of our listeners, so, <laughs> but we love you guys. So uh, so today's topic is a serious topic, uh, uh, opioids, um, overdose, addiction. And I, I just want to make sure we throw this out there, that we're, we want to talk about this not from a, a stance of judgment, but from the position of we love you guys. Uh, we, we love... Um, uh, we love you and we just care about you and we just want to do the best we can to serve you. Yeah. So uh, uh, w- one of the things that uh, we, we, we fall back on as our foundation is Isaiah 61 and we actually have it on our care night wristband. So it's just a, a really great reminder that, you know, uh, to set the captives free, bind up the brokenhearted, comfort those who mourn. Um, and just a few stats. So uh, since 1999, 750,000 people have died from overdose. Uh, two-thirds of those were uh, opioids. Uh, if you're not familiar with opioids, you know, uh, definitely want to, uh, you know, if you have a question about it, there's a lot of good resources out there. But uh, specifically, we're talking about prescription drugs, heroin, synthetic heroin like fentanyl. Uh, you know, it's just there's just a ton of folks who have, have are, are um, struggling with this addiction, uh, being killed every year. 47,000 in, in 2018, and mm-hmm. uh, 1,100 of those were in Indiana. So some of the big states like Indiana, Kentucky, especially Floyd County, just have really high OD rates. And so we just want to be, uh, you know, we just want to have a very relevant, serious topic right now as we dive in. So uh, got a couple of questions. Um, I'm going to put Tom on the spot here. So, uh, so what are some of the reasons that people start and how – and what are the stages of progression when it comes to op- opioid addiction? Really good questions. And I, I just want to say up front that for those of you who don't know me well, don't know my background, I was an addictions counselor for a little over 17 years. And um, with that said, I we are not experts. Um, we're going to give you some resources at the end, but I will do my best to answer these questions. Um, and there are, lot, there are lots of reasons, and there may be as many reasons as there are people uh, who get started, but the big ones uh, are people who have a genetic predisposition and family history of addiction and folks that often go in to their doctor because there's some sort of chronic pain issue. Um, the stages of progression are often very similar um, as far as starting out with a little bit needing more and more to get that same yeah. effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and you alluded to it earlier, Tommy, but one of the insidious things 
things about uh, opioids is how they literally get into every bit of our body, into every cell. And so yeah. you'll hear people when they have to detox from this talking about literally feeling like pain in the middle of their bones yeah. and every, you know, their insides hurt because opioids just go everywhere in the body. Um but the stages of progression are really like if we're, if we're talking about prescription drugs, going in, getting a prescription, taking it as prescribed, yeah. then needing more, then needing a higher amount. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things you and I talked about is differentiating sort of physical addiction from psychological yep. addiction. And remember, often there's both. They're mm-hmm. together. Yep. But physical addiction, the good news about that is under medical supervision and care, once a person gets away from that, they're they're free. Yeah. Uh, often um, just glad to be away from the medication and the side effects, et cetera. But if you're talking about somebody, and especially your heroin user, we're talking about a combination of physical and psychological addiction. And often detoxing, again, medically supervised, is just the beginning of the healing process. So we can mm-hmm. come back around to that, but I just wanted yeah. to be sure to differentiate. Okay, no, I appreciate it. That. That's really good. Uh, so the other question I had too is what are some of the treatment options? I know we we talk a little bit on, on the podcast and in, in Care Night and counseling about the different options. So uh, can you help our listeners uh, uh, just briefly understand the different types of care uh, that are out there? Um, Absolutely. Uh, again, going to more of your oxycodone, oxycontin, some of those that come with a prescription, uh, again, you're going to want a medically monitored detox. Mm-hmm. For some people that have been on it for a long time, that may literally mean a stay at the hospital yeah. uh, and maybe a week or two. Um, for uh, other folks, especially heroin users, uh, we're talking about a continuum of care. Yeah. So that may start with detox and then an intensive residential mm-hmm. stay followed by intensive outpatient, outpatient yeah. treatment, and probably ongoing involvement in a 12-step program. And okay. I want to use that opportunity to talk about the one that we have here, which is Celebrate Recovery, yeah. which is a Christ-centered recovery program. And again, that's that's one of the resources that will be on our website. Mm-hmm. But for anybody who's dealing with psychological addiction, uh, we believe that's a spiritual malady as well. Yeah. Um, we're talking about ongoing recovery. Okay. Yeah, awesome. And then the the last question, uh, which is a really common question, and and I, I know some people see it, is uh, what are some other concerns uh, outside of the uh, outside of the addiction piece, and that we need to consider when it comes to especially opioid use and and in uh, in, uh, injections? No, that's that's a, a really good question and something people don't think about because we hear the death statistics, we hear the overdoses. And for those of us standing outside of that situation, mm-hmm. we can't think of much worse. Yeah. But there's a lot of suffering that comes with drug addiction, uh, especially, as you were saying, intravenous use of drugs, um, everything from infections and amputations to HIV and AIDS and hepatitis. And a lot of times, um, uh, and I hate to sound morbid, but mm-hmm. folks would be... Uh, in some ways glad to lose their life over the suffering that happens as a result of this. And so I think we have to remember in our thoughts and prayers, not just for the folks that have lost people, but for those that are are now suffering, even if they're clean now for the yeah. rest of their life with the repercussions of intravenous use. Um, there's a saying in the 12-step program that um, there's four options, jails, institutions, death, or recovery. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, uh, we're really praying and, and pulling for people for recovery. Well, and one thing I think is interesting, too, is that uh, sometimes, you know, we'll be talking to folks either in counseling, care night, CR, uh, and then how it impacts their family Mm -hmm. and and how it impacts their family members or even like 
they're the, you know a lot of times their children are taken away, and so it just seems to kind of compound the problems around them. So. Well, I, that's a really good point, Tommy. Drug addiction doesn't exist in a vacuum, and and it, all everyone who's a drug user, a drug addict, is somebody's you know mother, brother, sister, son. They yeah. have a family yeah. mm-hmm. that's an impact, um, and and we don't have time now to unpack. You know, sometimes other people become sick because of their proximity to the addict. Yeah. We talk about things like codependency and maybe we'll do, you know, an, a podcast oh, another day yeah, on what yeah. codependency is all about. But just to know that if you're the family member, a loved one of someone who's addicted, that you need your own support and help as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, so we're going to transition uh, in, in care ministry and in, in pastoral counseling. We, we do like to understand the situation and understand what, what is happening, but we also want to spend the, the majority of our time thinking about solutions, and we want to have a solution-focused approach. So, uh, Lori, uh, I know we talked a little bit earlier. Uh, do you mind sharing a few of the, uh, the, the solutions that, that we have in-house and, and in this immediate uh, I think it was like a 10-mile radius. Sure. Um, like like Tom said, um, if you're someone who deals with this sort of addiction, we do have a, a 12-step Christ-centered program called Celebrate Recovery. It meets every Monday night at 6.30 other than holidays. Um, you can find that on our website at mynorthside.com slash care. Um, there's also some other local resources, um, a, a quick Google search, um, or check out our Facebook page. You can find other local CR groups, um, some places for NA, and also um, IN.gov has some resources um, for some recovery programs. Um, if you're looking for some other kind of support group, um, we offer support groups for anything from um, people who struggle with infertility mm-hmm. or sexual addiction, or if you're going through divorce or some kind of grief. Um, yep. If you check out our website again, um, we're taking Registrations now for our classes that start in January. Uh, that's mynorside.com slash care. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, Tom, uh, that pretty much, I guess it really wraps it up, team. So, uh, Tom, you want to pray us out? You mind? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we always like to remind our listeners that prayer is primary. Uh, it's not where we go last but first, and, yep. and I would love to, to pray for us today. Heavenly Father, um, thank you uh, that we could come together to talk about a serious topic uh, and know that, that you care, that you are... Um, working on the behalf of the families and the people struggling with addiction. Lord, whether that came through a doctor's office or Mm -hmm. uh, curiosity or however it happened, Lord, that you are right there ready and and willing to help. And Lord, thank you for the resources, some of which we've talked about today. Thank you for this team and and for the ability to do the podcast. And Lord, as always, we just ask that you would uh, bless everyone listening. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And, and just a friendly reminder, uh, don't forget to join us every Thursday morning, uh, 7 a.m. Uh, if you're if you're on Facebook, like our like like the post, follow our post, follow our page. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify or you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love you guys and see you next week.